0: This is Bar Crawl Radio Podcast. We are at the Below Street Bar of the Soho Playhouse on Vandam Street. Alan Winston and I, Rebecca McCain, just watched Ronald Gutman's one actor performance of an adaptation of Albert Camus' The Fall, directed by Didier Flamand. And Mr. Gutman is joining us at the Soho Playhouse Bar to talk about this production and other stuff.
1: Ronald Gutman is a film and stage actor and producer born in Uccle, Belgium. First appeared in Hannah Kay, a film directed by Costa Gavras, in 1983. He has continued to work in Europe and North America, mostly in television, including several of our favorite shows Lost, uh, The West Wing, Madman, and there was another one uh, Mozart in the Jungle. Mozart in the Jungle, yes. Right. Mr. Gutman had a recurring role in the daytime soap opera All My Children with many appearances in the Law and Order franchise. Mr. Gutman has appeared in off-Broadway productions, including The Fifth Column and the title role in Magdaliani at the Jewish Repertory Theater, and the original production of Tina Howe's Coastal Disturbances. His movie roles include The Hunt for Red October, On the Basis of Sex, and The Tollbooth. His company, Highbrow Entertainment, produces stage and film projects. Ronald Gutman, thank you so much for spending some time with us here at Radio. After yeah. your brilliant performance of The Fall by Albert Camus, we just wanted to talk to you a few minutes sure. about the production. This is not the first time you've done this.
2: No, 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 no. I've done this under many different forms over the years. Uh, But in this particular place, in this club, I did it three years ago before COVID. I did a workshop three uh, nights. It was very well received and that encouraged me to do it again. And since then, I've done it at Guildhall in East Hampton. Uh, During COVID, uh, people seated outside in the garden. And I did it also for the French Institute FIAF on Madison and 60th Street, uh, which is a French Institute. I did it in in English and it was live streamed uh, at the time because nobody was allowed to go in anywhere. And I had 500 people uh, watching me from their homes. Uh, it was a wonderful experience.
0: Uh,
1: you first read um, this play, or this book, The Fall, when you were 17. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I remember for some
2: reason some books make a strong impression on you, you know, like The Old Man and the Sea, Hemingway. When you're 17, you can Karamazov, Brothers, Dostoevsky. You remember certain characters, and, and this was one of them. I'm not sure why, but now I think I know why. There's something about... Uh, the tone of this lawyer, uh, of this public confession, there's something about him that uh, appealed to me right away. And I did a version of this in different adaptation, at the National Theatre in Belgium, in the late 80s, I was a much younger man, and I did that uh, in a completely different version, two and a half hours, intermission, there was a guy playing my client, people were seated on the, uh, on the stage with me, uh, but this was many, many years ago. And then I revisited this with the help of Alexi Lloyd, the author of this adaptation. And uh, he, uh, he did this version, the much shorter version, focusing not on the whole book, but you know on sp- specific aspects of the character. And you can't do justice to a novel like this in the theater. Uh, it's, it's, it's not worth it. Uh, it's better to focus on something and, and extract the juice of it. And not do the
1: entire... Do every yeah, no, 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 no! It's impossible. It's, it's
2: impossible to do a talk about the Nazis and the Soviets and the this and the that and the history and the war. You focus on certain things that are relevant to uh, today's uh, situation and human responsibility, shame, regrets, uh, entitlement. Um, and, 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 and hopefully shared responsibility, which is what uh, Clamence talks about when he says, every man bears witness to the crimes of all the others. This is a concept that he came up with 60, 60 years ago uh, that is much more uh, now. Uh, in, in fact, um, obviously, as we experience with cl- climate change and everything we do, is, we are becoming really co on one another in more ways than one. Um, and he wrote this, of course, after the tragedy of World War II, where he also felt that people were connected.
0: And right. how has your feelings for this piece changed over the years?
2: Uh, so, I mean, you
0: read it first when you were 17, you said. So has it changed over the years? Well, I have
2: changed. I bring, an actor brings who he is to a role. So the different, I'm a different man today than I was even three years ago. I'm a different man than certainly than I was when I was 17. So an actor brings uh, his experience of life uh, into tomorrow i'll give a different show basically based on the same whatever but i will bring more experiences to it from what happens to me between tonight and tomorrow
0: so can you uh, bring our readers in can you give us you know lay the grounds here tell them what what happens what's the play what are the specifics yeah who
1: who is clements because i not everyone is read the fall no but moves, then you, you should head. come you should
2: come see the play I'm not yeah. going to give you a run by down on the play it's a great book you should read it it's a fabulous novel it's a story of a man who was a very successful lawyer in Paris once uh, once upon a time and one day something happens to him in his life and he decides and he realized that he was not as admirable as he thought he was it's a story of uh, redemption it's a story of someone who who goes through a, a change
1: who goes through a transformation. Right, and 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 you, the performance, is about that transformation, and what he's trying to the message that he's trying to get across to us. Could could you tell us we're we're in a very we're not in a usual theater situation. No, no, we're not. How 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 did you choose to produce this play this time, here at this bar below the Soho Playhouse Theater? We got a little history of it from Matt, the bartender. My
3: name is Matt Tanzosh. I am the bar manager and uh, I don't know comedy coordinator of the Soho Playhouse. We're in a few bars at once right now We're in the the Mexico City which is a bar in Manhattan pretending to be a bar in Mexico pretending to be a bar in Manhattan uh, in Amsterdam uh, it's kind of hard to get straight sometimes the land the theater was owned on was owned by uh, George Washington initially. He sold it to Aaron Burr. Aaron Aaron Burr built his summer home here. It was the last place he was at before he killed uh, um, Hamilton. It was illegal in New York, so he had to relinquish his ownership of this land because he was here, packed his things, went across the the river, killed Hamilton, and had to jet. John Jacob Astor got uh, ownership of it and built the row houses that you see here now. Um, And then in the 20s, um, it was uh, like a Tammany Hall, off-site location meeting place for Tammany Hall. And so the bar that you're in right now was Mayor Jimmy Bo James Walker, the most corrupt, arguably mayor that we've had, personal private speakeasy down here. They'd go you know, to the, the speaking hall and they would talk to constituents, union representatives and stuff, all of the sort of uh, public-facing behavior. Down here they'd let them have an illegal drink uh, on Tammany. And then on the, third and, or the second and third floor there was a brothel, and so they would get dirt on these out-of-town politicians by allowing them to flander on their premises
1: how is it you decided to do the play here? Is this the perfect spot
3: to do the fall? Don't you think it is? The
1: fall? I want to, I, I've never seen a production of it before, so right now... No, but the, the, the play takes place... The novel is
2: written about a fellow who decides to leave Paris and ends up in a sailor's dive in Amsterdam. That's what the book is all about, right? About a guy who used to have a beautiful life he was a great guy, and yet he did not. He, he wasn't exactly extraordinary as he thought I was. He, he, something happened to him, and he realized that he was a bit of a double faced type of guy, right? Like he says at some point, two faced, that was my true character. I was a very vain guy, I he was great, I was the best at everything, but in reality, I wasn't. And once he realizes that, he decides to leave Paris. He closes the office, he wants to change his life. Some people do that. They go to Wisconsin, they become farmers, I don't know. They become a monk. Or something like that. So he becomes not kind of a monk. He becomes a judge, repentant. That's the word, judge of others and repentant of himself. He needs to to um, to repent, so to speak, Uh, penitence. He does a form of penitence uh, for what he's done. Uh, He he didn't do anything wrong. He did uh, uh, he did commit a crime of omission. You know the difference between crime of commission and crimes of omission. He's, he's guilty of a crime of omission. We're not gonna reveal what he's done because that's There's something not that, he that he didn't and do it's and it's revealed that, in the play. Right. And it's, it's haunting him and really haunting him because very often we dismiss those things and we numb ourselves from the things that we should have done, could have done, and didn't do. But in this case- I know case, that's what I do. I- Yeah, most people do. That's why. That's why people come to this to this play and 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 I think are touched by a few different thoughts that um, I share with them, where they go like, "Uh oh, maybe I should search my own memory and I'll find something of that kind." But the reason why to answer your question, we're here is because. Instead of doing this in a black box in the theater with the people seated in the audience, here I have a chance to address myself to the people. I'm in a real bar. It's an extraordinary spot for me. It is the decor. This would have cost me half a million dollars to build on the set. This is it. This is the bar. There's chairs. There's this. There's an extraordinary wooden bar. There is Everything
1: is here. I've never had a exp- theater experience like this. Well, that's in, which you, in which you are on a cabaret stage and then you walk into the audience. And I speak you walk to you, past, you speak to I me. was
2: very close to you today. You were seated at the bar. I was like, I'm sorry if I'm turning my back to you, but I have no choice. And once in a while, as I looked at you, I did look at you. a few times. I was times.
0: wondering if you ever look really. You don't make eye contact,
2: though. No, you made eye contact with me. We, I, I mean, with you too. Uh, the lady who was here. I mean, contact. With, I mean, contact with everybody. I make contact with the client, I, but I look in the third eye. I don't look okay. in the eyes. Okay. I try not to be too distracted. So I look at the, uh, you know, the triangle of sadness, as this new
1: movie that just came out calls it. I, I don't um, know. I felt like you were. I, I felt like I was looking at you. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had that experience in the theater. Usually you've got that fourth wall thing going on. Exactly. And here you don't. You're with us. Is that a special... Difficulty problem for the actor to keep that focus. It's
2: it's it's a challenge to not lose concentration. Yes, because sometimes you see somebody who maybe sometimes nods or like you know they listen to you, but they are so overwhelmed with what I say that they are not looking at me like this. Some people are like that. Like today there was a young lady over there, she was like that with me all night. There was other people who smiled, etc. But you have different reactions, or you recognize someone in the in the audience that you that you haven't seen for a while, that you're surprised to see them. I see everybody. So, of course, the the mind of an actor is like a computer that's filled with lots of information and everything goes through it and this can be a distraction. Today I was, I don't know if I was distracted, but I, I, I missed one of my favorite lines for some reason, for some reason, bingo. I, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, what am I saying next? <laughs> I improvised the line, it was the wrong line, but it doesn't matter. So you you. I thought I, I picked I that up. Was, the yeah, video, the stage. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I used no, to be an actor, like, so I, Yeah, no, yeah, you know, yeah. But, but yeah. When I was going, like, he's trying to bring right. it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you you, you are uh, you're a professional and you've done this. You've done. I tried to cover. I try to cover. <laughs> no, no. You. you I, I, I love. I love those moments. Yeah. In which a beautiful
2: line to say, women are, have the same weakness as Napoleon. They think they can succeed where all the others have failed. It's a great line in the play, and, I, and tonight it, it was. It became all of a sudden. It, it's very strange. You know, you do something over and over and over again, and if. If something can but you did a, get to the line. Uh, yes and no. I, I turned it around. I did something. I said something else. I improvised it. I was so mad at myself. But then you have to forget about it immediately. It's like tennis. If you have a double serve and you missed your double serve, you, you can't start you know, losing the set for that. You know what I mean? You've got to just let it go. You've got to go immediately. Right. you got know, to like, move on. You know. One of the traits of Clemence is he does forget. <laughs> he does, he's, yeah, he does forget, But he does remember what he needs to remember. And every night he comes to this club and he wants to, he has to go over and over and over again and confess. And he needs to touch and to feel the, 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 the heart and the compassion that he was lacking years and years ago. And he needs to do this with the help of the people here. And with their help, he will regain himself and maybe reach somebody, if somebody in the house, if one or two people in the audience feel a certain compassion for him and for what happened to him, they maybe actually also experience it in their own lives and revisit things they should have done differently. I mean, that's my hope. Like I say, that's my my faith. It's my only hope. Yeah as an actor to impact the audience in such a way.
0: Has anyone in the audience ever talked to you? <laughs>
2: yeah, talk. they want to answer me sometimes because I do provoke them, especially when I ask them, you know, how you are how are your 40s and your 50s? I'm not very good at guessing people's ages. Um, but uh, otherwise, no, nobody really, but I, I can sometimes hear people say something or something comes out of their mouth without them, them realizing it, really. Um,
1: and you'll improv but you'll, 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 you'll yeah, throw of course. something back like, like at
2: the end I said to him but you're not a cop are you you're a lawyer or something and uh, sometimes the guy would say to me no no no, 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 no. well it doesn't matter I, we are the same species yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. so yeah. it was written the script was written with actually the dialogue of, of the guy answering me but since I don't have a, an actor playing uh, the client every night I pick somebody else so I never know what's going to happen
1: this is a play about guilt and about how we don't face our guilt yeah, right shame um, maybe. and yeah. shame um, mm-hmm. um is, is there an American guilt? And is it different than a Belgian guilt? Because you're from, what, Ukle, Belgium? Yeah, that's, is, that, is that in the program? Yeah. No, I looked you up. I looked you up. Uh,
2: yes, I am. No, I have no idea how to answer that question. I think a human guilt is human. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you're from. I think your own uh, sense of self, your inner point in your own soul and heart is, is what a human person has. It's, it makes no difference where you're born. I don't know about the American guilt or the Belgian guilt, unless you're talking politics now. We're talking of individual people.
1: Um, no, I mean, you brought up earlier the fact that we are living with a lot of problems and we're not facing them. We're pretending oh. like, like climate change. Um, yeah,
2: the, yeah, sure, but, but, yeah, exactly. So that's that's all over the world. I said that everybody is now united. We bear responsibility for the crimes of all the others. That's what I said. So the crimes of all. I mean that like the, the, the American gives the same. The, the, the American indifference, so-called indifference. God knows that the Americans are not indifferent at all and lead the way uh, to a better world. At least some of us are, uh, and it's the same everywhere. So we are all connected now, so we're all, we all responsible for, uh, for everything that we, uh, that we do
1: to each other um, important message are, are we, are, are we going to walk away are we going to become are we hearing what Camus is saying and what you're trying to
2: communicate here I, 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 I think so the, from, from what I see in the audience and the way they respond to me and the way the silence lingers on, I have a feeling that the audiences in New York today are are, uh, are into it yeah I mean they, they, they need we are at the time where we need words we need thoughts we need thoughts like that We have too much entertainment we have a lot of distraction there are certain political issues that we have and everybody wants to promote this cause and this cause and this cause and this cause and nothing wrong with all the causes that everybody is uh, you know defending for themselves and their identity and this and the identity of that it's wonderful but this is something else. This is a completely different. It's, I mean, it's, it's a classic. You know, it's, it's, it's on another level, if I may say.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems to me until we come to that recognition mm-hmm. that we're all guilty and that we we're, all are. We all witnesses. don't say "guilty" witnesses. is too strong of a word. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's more, more. But we all,
2: we all share responsibility. Yeah, we all, we all, we all, we all have the, We all judge ourselves. We all very uh, also. We are judging each other, and we always point the finger at the other. It's easier to say, that's their fault. It's their fault. It's, it's, oh, if only they would do it differently. If only that. They, we never go like, we know what? Maybe I could do it differently. Maybe I am a bit of a hypocrite. Maybe I am two-faced. Absolutely. That's the point of this play. That's the message of this play, the Clemence. He goes and he says, you know what? I'm a great, great guy, but dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you Jew?
2: Yeah, uh-huh, I am. I mean, part of Yom Kippur is the of course teshuvah is called. Teshuvah is yeah. probably the That's, to that's a that's a great teshuvah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah it's part of acknowledging the things that we uh, that we forget that we think the others are doing and not us, you know. When we go like this, ashamnu, ashamnu, I've done this, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. And we look at the list of all these. Uh, in my temple, the, the rabbi does it differently. We have a, a whole list of things that are much more contemporary that uh, we kill, we sneer, we steal, we commit adultery, and all these. Something's much more specific. We indulge in our children, what we indulge in ourselves, for
1: instance. Small things like that. They're much more pertinent. Right, and, and in a way more powerful. Much because more. We, we, we live with them every day. Yes, I saw the performance last week. Yes, and I saw the performance this week. Uh huh. At the end of this performance, I felt the audience was with you, in a way that right. they weren't. Because at the end, yeah, yeah. no one applauded. Well, that's uh, a that seems like uh, the best kind of <laughs> right, response to this kind of play. Thank you, Alan. You're
2: absolutely right. Uh, that is very true. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling. It has something to do with the music having to bring down a little bit the house. No, I it, it, it has to do with. It's you. like, yeah, it's, it's not a play that you go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, no. it's, it's, you really think and meditate upon what, what I've said and done. Uh, and that we're a good house tonight. We're more people, I think, than when you came last time. So it's also a question of how many people are in the house. Right, 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 right. It makes a difference. And it's only between 30 and 40 and 45, you know, maximum 45 people, and it feels like a packed house. Right, right.
1: Uh, you play here until the mid-November.
2: November nineteenth, to be specific. Only Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays at seven thirty. Right. Are you going to be
1: reviving any time in the future? Uh
2: huh. Yes. Who knows? I'd like to take this on tour. I'd like to go visit colleges. I like to. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd like to be invited. I, 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 I'm sure people, French literature department, theater departments, should listen to this thing. It's a, it's an easy show. I, I don't have to do it in a bar, obviously. I can do oh, this. But it's
1: great. Here. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I can't. You know, if I want to take it, <laughs> a little bit outside of New York. I can't necessarily expect this type of environment, but I agree. This is great. Listen,
1: we'll see. Uh, you've been living with this play and this story for a long time. Yeah. Why does he call the bar Mexico City? <laughs> Amsterdam. You was,
2: yeah, well, Amsterdam. Uh, Camus went to Amsterdam and wrote there. He loved the city, the, the, the atmosphere there. Uh, I think... Um, I think Mexico City because you know, Amsterdam is a, is a is a city of uh, of of trade and traders of travelers of, of people from all over the world who come there. Did
0: they, maybe they had a Mexico uh, bar. Then.
2: they Probably must have
0: had a Mexico Africa bar. Was, you like
2: you go yeah. here you see Havana, you know, right, downtown right, Manhattan right, yeah. you go to Brooklyn and you see places that are called hey sorry you yeah, know, I mean, it's a Mexican guy who opened the bar. You know, A <laughs> sailor who got lost and stayed in Amsterdam, yeah. fell in love with one of the girls there you go. on the
1: harbor and decided to open up a bar. Right. It's not, right. it's not, yeah, Have a you talked to Matt, the bartender, about... Uh the history of this bar? Uh, I know a little bit of it, for sure. I mean, we work together every night. Uh,
2: I know the history of the place, the Huron Club, T H uh, C, the uh-huh. initials of John Adams, and had a field of um, a of, hemp, you of hemp around here in the uh, late eighteenth century. Uh-huh. I mean, that's an interesting story to begin with. It's such a great Why is it set. called the Huron Club? I mean, the Huron were Indians, of course, and all that. But there's also a subliminal message in the initials of right, that, right, the, right, the yeah. connection between hemp and T H C, whatever. So, there is a history to this. I don't know exactly everything about this. Is is there a vibe you get from
1: from performing here? Because supposedly there's ghosts here. Uh, (laughs) I don't do it about Buster. No, I don't care about (laughs) ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I don't buy them and I don't believe in them. But I know people do.
2: (laughs) Don't worry. Whatever. Come and visit me. If not for me, just for the ghost (laughs) (laughs) bustings. There you go.
1: Uh, I'll be there for you. you Ronald Gutman, thank you so much for Uh, sharing this time Uh, with us. Thank you for coming. Really appreciate seeing your work very kind R- of you both right up, yeah. Right up close yeah it's and an in interesting experience I hope some of your listeners will
2: come really, in we'll, an, we'll immersive try. theater all the best thank you thank you